Evans. Perez! Johnny Evans, what a header! Oh, what an absolute cracker from Harvey Barnes! Oh, there's magic in that right boot. You're listening to Extra Time, live on LCFC Radio. Your place for all the reaction to the weekend's football. Yes, hello and welcome to Extra Time here on LCFC Radio. It's the last show before Christmas, so we thought we'd uh, don our Christmas hats this evening, unfortunately, so it's very hot there in the studio already. Oh, so you thought that. It could be a long hour. Could be a long hour. Uh, you and Somebody, Robert yeah. didn't get the memo, though, yeah. uh, so he's nicely sat Sorry. at home without, his, uh, without a hat on. Uh, how are we, gents? It was another fantastic result well, for Leicester. Yeah, absolutely. I just, wanna, I just hope that all the fans that are tuning in are having a right good laugh at us today, <laughs> because we do look ridiculous, but we don't care. We're not really hat people, are we? More balaclava no. people. Say, <laughs> yeah. Don't we? But, but yeah, no, anyway, care. never mind that. The football, yeah. Wonderful result, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I, think, control. I think really, hand on heart, and you know, Jerry sort of intimated towards it in pre-match chat. He was saying, you know, the draw wouldn't be a bad result. But hand on heart, not many people probably expected us to go and win there. But um, to win like they did was incredible, really. As Tag said, it's cruise control. They eased through the game really didn't they? they I wouldn't say they weren't extended you know there, there were never scares and there were flutters very occasionally but general flow of the game Leicester were much the better side and fully deserved the result that came their way Happy Christmas as well to you you and Roberts good evening Cheers Dan Happy Christmas you can't, you can't get that smile off the grin <laughs> off his face can you? Yeah. It's a smile of relief isn't it? Oh, you ain't got I didn't realise they didn't even double XL those hats. They don't. I've had this. I had the crowbar on them here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how are you, you? And I'm sure you'll have been uh, very pleased yeah, with good. how the Foxes fared yesterday against Spurs. Uh, I mean, it, you know, on a weekend when Liverpool put seven past Palace, Manu put six past Leeds, for Leicester in the manner that they did to go to to a team who'd won there. Last three home games, we were at top of the Premier League this time uh, last week with a front pairing of Son and Kane who'd scored 20 goals between them to go there and dispatch them as comfortably as they did. I mean, that first half, Dan, uh, I don't know what you boys think, I, th- I thought Leicester was absolutely magnificent. That's probably the best 45 minutes of football um, I've, I've seen for, 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 for a very, very long side against... You know, it's not a team that's struggling towards the bottom of the Premier League, who are fighting for their lives. Who's got? Who's got a? They've got a top-class manager. They've got unbelievable talent to go there and perform in the manner that they did. Um, absolutely magnificent performance. Yeah, interesting point that you were makes this time last week. Spurs were top of the Premier League. They're now fifth. If Chelsea win tonight, they'll end up sixth, which <laughs> underlines the, crazy, the state yeah. of the Premier League at the moment. Hello to all the listeners, by the way, and happy Christmas to everyone listening. Uh, thank you very much uh, for listening and watching. Do get involved with the show. You can uh, put your comments in on Facebook and Twitter. We'll read out some of the best ones. Bubba Garland, uh, good evening to you. He says, we don't draw games. Unless um, they don't seem to draw games <laughs> at the moment, Jerry Taggart. Yeah, and I thought that's why I sort of came out with that little statement yesterday before the game that I think you know if you were going to draw again then today would probably be a good time to do it because obviously before the game you're thinking this is going to be be difficult uh, but you know it's just been crazy how the season's going for for Leicester in particular but for a lot of teams and, and obviously you know Tottenham as well like you say top one week sixth potentially sixth by the end of the next week or the beginning of the week after. But, yeah, you know, at the minute, Leicester just, they're either winning uh, or they're losing. But mm-hmm. they're obviously winning a lot more than they're losing, and that's why they're, they're sitting pretty top of the league. It, but it actually is co- quite a good thing. Again, we, we mentioned it on the show yesterday, didn't we, Matt, that if you were to have what, four games, if you were going to draw three of the four, you'd rather lose two, win two. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Mm. yeah. You've got to look at the bigger picture, haven't you? I mean... Leicester, I don't know. I wouldn't say Leicester you know, go all or nothing in games, do they? It's just the way it's panned out. It's not, you know, a lottery. That uh, maybe a little bit like Leeds play. <laughs> Leeds go and have a, a real ding dong, don't they? It's, it's a gamble, and anything could possibly happen. But um, no, Leicester have had a few tight games. It just hasn't worked out that way. So it's not a conscious ploy, is it? It's, but um, yeah, I mean to, to be. 
it's bizarre, really, to be in second position currently. OK, Man U got the game in hand. Uh, 14 games and lost five of them. You know, you, you think, how, how the hell have we ended up in second spot? But that unusual fact that no draws have, uh, <clears throat> have been gathered. And when they've won, they've won handsomely. They've won well as well, haven't they? You know, against good quality opposition, but they've won in fine style, as was the case yesterday. And that was probably... I don't know, but, but I suppose you've got to look at the Man City game, haven't you? You know, for the scoreline and the like, the devastation of Man City, really. You know, how good a side certainly they have been, but that, that result against Tottenham yesterday was equally as impressive, I think, in a different way. Uh, I th sorry, I was just going to. I think you know, <clears throat> Brendan made a good point. You know, you know about they've lost games that maybe they should have drew, i.e., the, the Villa game at home yeah. probably should have drew that. You could say that the Everton game at home, there wasn't a lot in it. Yes, Everton took the lead uh, in that first half, but really you're thinking, well, if they can get, get on the score sheet, it maybe ends up a draw. Obviously, Everton scored a second a bit later on in the game uh, to see it out. But they're the types of games where there's not a lot in it, and you're thinking, well, this should really end up a draw and they end up losing. I think that they're the scenarios where... You know, you're thinking if you can convert them losses, them games, those one nil against Villa, uh, and maybe the game against Everton into a draw, then you're that bit closer but, to Liverpool. You, you look at the tags. I mean, it's, it's right saying that, but you could, Sheffield United, you know, that, yeah. that could have been that they mm. to nick one yeah. there at the end. So it's swings around the bounce a little bit, isn't it? It's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But uh, Leicester will take the current flow of. Results they're getting, won't they? If that continues, they'll be more than happy. Absolutely. Still to come on Extra Time this evening, we'll hear from Brendan Rogers and Timothy Castagna. We'll also check in with LCFC Women, their top at Christmas. So, fantastic achievement uh, from them. Uh, we've also got our, our Extra Time teasers, which we'll do at some point, and there's some festive Christmassy questions in there as well so I hope you two have been doing your revision because nope. we know that you and Roberts will have been uh, <laughs> Jack Nixon on Facebook says great victory yesterday hopefully that will be the foundation of producing a decent run of form also great to see our players coming back from long term injuries hopefully begin to get a settled starting 11 Larry Woodward says Mark Albrighton was incredible work rate was so important to the team performance and Aaron Dean says, whole team played very well. Special mention, though, for James Justin. He keeps improving. Definitely a future England player. Well, really, Dan, it was a case of take your pick. You could go through the right team. Uh, sorry, the whole team, literally. Like Smichael, when he was needed, pulled out a couple of great, great stops, didn't he? And, um, yeah, every individual was not necessarily the top of the game, but playing at a very high level. And all those people there that have been mentioned, you know, rightfully so. And, and there's a good few others you could drop into the equation. It, it was that sort of performance. And you know, when Ewan said there that, that first 45, you know, there, there weren't you know a, a, a barrel full of clear-cut opportunities created by Leicester, mm. but it was like the control that they had against yeah. Yeah. you know the, the, the reputation that Tottenham have forged, and, and Leicester would seemingly. Not strolling around, but they were just superior in every department, pretty much. One or two minor scares when, when Kane and Son um, got themselves in positions. But yeah, I agree with you and there. General quality performance, considering the opposition, was outstanding. Do you think, Ewan, that Leicester will have been disappointed at half-time if they'd have gone in and, and the penalty incident hadn't have happened and, and they weren't actually ahead because... You knew that Mourinho was going to do something. Obviously, he brought on Gareth Bale. Whether he'd have done that still at 0-0, I don't Probably know. Not. But would they have been disappointed don't, don't that, that they'd not taken advantage I, of how they played? I, I, I don't think they would, Dan, because, as, as Marty just alluded to, they didn't, didn't really create that many clear-cut chances. You know, I can't remember Loris in, in the goal for, for Spurs having too much work in, in that first half. Uh, but I mean, it, it's a completely different dressing room uh, when uh, when the referee gives 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 that penalty. Um, and I, I look back at the Man City game, and it it was a great performance. But for me, even though they, they it was they didn't score the five goals that they did at Man City, I, I just thought that was was a better better performance by Leicester. It was a complete performance for me because you know Man City dominated possession, which you would expect them to. 
Um, Leicester had to do a lot of defending in that game up at the Etihad. And I, yeah, they did. They did towards the, the last 20, 25 minutes of the game yesterday. But that game was, after that second goal game goes in from uh, Alderweireld on 59 minutes, the game's over mm. because Leicester looked so strong comfortably. Um, you know, great time to score just before half time. Um, and as I say, the, the dynamics in that Leicester dressing room. Um, would have been completely different. You know, they, they might have been disappointed having gone in um, nil-nil, and I might be contradicting myself here because they had played that well. They dominated the ball. Uh, they they passed the ball so well. The movement was was top class. Uh, and having not got the goal, there might have been an element of of disappointment. Um, but as I say, when that when that penalty hits the back of the net by Vardy, it, it just makes it a different different dressing room. I think. You talk about scoring goals at good times. Burnley have done that. They lead in the early game in the Premier League. They're 1-0 up at, at home to Wolves. I think there's, what, about four minutes to go until the break. You guys can see yep. it behind me. <clears> yeah. um, so we'll keep you up to date with that one. There's also the, the later game, Chelsea against West Ham. A bit later on in the show, we'll have a, a bit of a preview of that. Um, but obviously, we're concentrating on, on Leicester, Jerry, and on that performance against Spurs yesterday. And they were just the, the better team, as we've all said, for the full 90 minutes. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I was really disappointed, I've got to say, in Tottenham. Uh, we know that they sort of sit back, soak pressure up and hit you on the counter-attack, but, I mean, their counter-attack in football, they were hitting long, but it was really predictable football, if I'm being honest with you, from Tottenham. And, you know, you, we're, we're talking about the Canes and the Sons and, and, and what have you, and the Dumbellies, and, and we, I just didn't see it. As you say, you, you know, I think there was one corner, they flicked the corner on that. That's when Casper Schmeichel made a save Brilliant. from Song. Yeah, great one-handed save. And other than that, I can't really remember them being overstretched, uh, if that makes, you know. Uh, um, but that's what I'm expecting to see from this Tottenham team because I've, I've watched bits and bobs them. And it reminded me of the first game of the season when they played Everton. And Everton strolled. And I know that the result was 2-1 or 2-0, I think it was. On that day, I think it was 2-1. But Everton strolled the victory that day as well. Uh, and I don't know. I was just really disappointed. And I can't imagine that the Tottenham fans watching that because we know the Tottenham, you know, they like to play a certain way of football. Mourinho's come in and changed that for them. Uh, and, the, and they sort of, you know, go along with it because they're sitting pretty at the top of the league. But after yesterday, but I mean, taking off in a way, Leicester played their game to perfection. And they made Tottenham look, dare I say it, bang average. And that's as big a big compliment as I can pay Tottenham, if I'm being honest with you. Yep, Spurs fans, as you <laughs> said, Jerry, won't have been happy. Leicester fans certainly will have been, as will manager Brendan Rodgers. He spoke to LCFC Radio's Chris Parrott after the game. Brendan, um, terrific performance, 90-minute performance. You must be delighted. Yeah, yeah. So pleased. Um, just right from the first whistle, we, we took the initiative in the game. We wanted to impose our way and showed confidence. Um, but I think what, what was pleasing was how we learned from the last time we were here. You know, we were 3-0 down. They really played on the counter-attack. And so this was a game strategically, but the, the players were first class. How they blocked up the space. We didn't give away too many counter-attacks. And, uh, and yeah, showed, showed really good balance in our game didn't get that penalty because of VAR on, on Wednesday, but you did today. And Jamie Vardy, pressure situation. Yeah. He seems to always, always yeah, come out on top. Yeah, he always does. It's uh, against Loris as well, who's a very agile and uh, goalkeeper and, and, and good on penalties. He, uh, yeah, he, he practices those. He practices. It's always difficult under the pressure situation, but, uh, but yeah, he stuck it away. And that obviously was important against Tottenham. You know, if you go a goal behind it, uh, it could be very difficult for you, but thankfully we got the goal and, uh, and allowed us to even play with more confidence. It was a terrific 2-0 win. If only it had have been three, that James Madison goal was pretty special, wasn't it? Which was just, just your time. Yeah, yeah, it was so unfortunate. You know, it's, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, from the Im images I've seen, it was, must have been so, so tight. And I don't think anyone would have argued if it was a goal, but it was, uh, but we regained our composure. You know, having uh, had it disallowed, got back in again. And uh, like I say, I thought we controlled the game second half without the ball whilst carrying a real threat when we did have it. And uh, now we showed a real 
Real maturity in managing the game today, which was really pleasing. You won at Arsenal, Manchester City and Tottenham now. I mean, some other places as well, but these are pretty big clubs that you've come to and, and been victorious. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to improve our home form, the consistency in that. Um, but that's, I think everyone is looking for that consistency uh, this season. You know, um, but for me, I'm, I'm very satisfied with where we are in this moment. We know we've got players coming back. Like Timothy Castagna today coming back was great. You know, Wilf and Didi able to, to get back into midfield again after playing in centre half during the week. So, um, so yeah, very, very good performance. I was going to ask about Castagna. He's been out for the best part of two months. You'd never have known it today, would you? Good 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was the plan. We couldn't risk it any longer than the 60. But you see, when you have our players of quality in, in the team, what it, what it gives the team. So, um, so yeah, I thought he was excellent. Can I just ask about Jamie Vardy came off? Was it that same groin problem? Yeah. Is there anything to worry about? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see over the next few days. Brendan Rodgers there, obviously very happy after the win at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yesterday. Uh, he brought up Wilfred and Didi, Matt, as well, and, and the performance yeah. that he did in, in midfield. He was absolutely fantastic, wasn't he? I, I thought he was the biggest biggest player on the day he had the biggest effect on the whole proceedings for me um, all, all the other players contributed as we said and a number of them have been mentioned but for me he was the standout figure it, it he was Brennan Rogers talks there about you know closing the space etc that that was largely down to indeed he was first on the second balls he, he didn't allow a lot of the time Leicester didn't allow Tottenham to um play or break out from the counter because they were being closed down in sort of a, a, in advanced Leicester City midfield positions. Um, but even when they did, Tillemans worked his sock off as, as well. They got back and they covered it, covered the uh, the back four and helped them out. I thought he was immense indeed. He, he looks like back to his best after. He was like a bowl, wasn't he? Yeah, it's just, I mean, we said before, we've seen him playing at the top of his game, you, you think, you think yourself, you put yourself in that position. Like, well, me and Jerry never played centre midfield, and that thankfully, but I know how difficult <laughs> I know how difficult it is. But I would be thinking, oh, centre midfielders be going up against Wilfred, think, oh, I don't fancy this. Like, I'm not going to get much joy here. And he's already won half the battle already. And then they go and see him powering through, mm. and, you know, breaking and things up, and their, their worst fears are confirmed. It was a good uh, assessment of Wilfred's game and how important he is to the team in there. Because when you go back to Wednesday night, sort of struggled slightly in that midfield area with the size and the presence mm -hmm. of Everton's midfield. And Tottenham have a similar presence and size in their midfield. But with Wilfred in there, he just took the lot of them on. Yeah. And he came out on top. I mean, he was just crunching in the challenges. And he was, you know, arming them off. You know, he was, he was getting really physical. And, and, you know, really relishing the challenge. And he came out on top. He was an absolute bull. I know there was a lot of talk, you and before the game, obviously, about uh, Harry Kane and Hyung Min Son. But there was also talk about the, the Tottenham midfield and Hoiberg and Sissoko and Dombele as a three. But Wilfred and Didi almost single-handedly. <laughs> yes, he had Yuri Tielemans there with him, I know. But he just dominated them, didn't he? Well, you mentioned three players there um, for Spurs who never really had a kick in the game. But what impressed me the most, and I look at Harry Kane this season, lads, um, and he sort of developed his game. He he doesn't play as an out-and-out centre-forward now, You like, if you like. How many times do we see him dropping into midfield? You know, knitting the player. How many assists has he got when he's dropped into when he's dropped deeper into that midfield and, and got on the half turn and, and put Son in? He didn't really do that yesterday. He wasn't allowed to because of one one player for Leicester City, and that was Ndidi. Yeah, Ndidi has been full of praise this evening. Uh, Chandu Dave on Facebook says Ndidi was my man of the match. I know you gave it yesterday. You though, you said James Justin, or have I got it the wrong way around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've we've talked a lot about James Justin, haven't we, in the last couple of weeks because of his performances, and, and rightly so. Again, yesterday, different type of game to the one that. He had against Brighton, where he basically had free reign to go forward. Yesterday, he had to do a lot more defensive work, but he did it brilliantly again. Yeah, well, I think, you know, in the first half, he was up against some, wasn't he predominantly on that playing right back? And then he got moved over to left back when Castagna went off, who, who was also excellent, by yeah, the way. Not bad, was it? Yeah. You know, for his first <laughs> game back, I mean, he just he had the old cigar on, didn't he, Timothy? 
I mean, <laughs> he is a legend, by the way. But yeah, so James Justin, I mean, that could have potentially been a really difficult game for him yesterday. But I just think, again, a bit like Wilfred, he was just relishing the challenge. And I just think over the last three or four games, you've really seen him step up to the mark and become, you know, a, a, you know, a real solid, uh, multi-faceted, marauding fullback. You know, <coughs> still, I don't know if you took, I'm not trying to not compare him to Ricardo Pereira because he's a slightly different type of player. But, I mean, as far as you putting your hat on him and, and ask him to do a job, you're really seeing that maturity coming through in James Justin now. Yeah. Uh, and so for Brendan Rodgers, it's a no-brainer to stick him in the team. Yeah, Whereas maybe before, it might have been a slight question mark over him. Yeah, exactly. He trusts him now, doesn't he? Mm. You can see that. Wherever he puts him, he's got faith and confidence in him. And I think, as, as well, he tailored his game, and obviously under the, the instructions of Brendan Rodgers, you would imagine. But, say, he wasn't advancing forward too often, that flying fullback he can be. Back four were narrow, weren't they, because of the way that Tottenham set up Son in that inside left position, if you like. And he was directly matched up against him more often. But he had to judge when to go and when not to. Because even Son drops deep at times. And he didn't want him to get sucked out in, you know, and leave a gap behind. But then sometimes he didn't know with a stick or twist. And he, he got the, the balance just right. And that brings me on to thinking about Mark Albright as well. Because the amount of times I saw um, Justin going tight-ish on Son, there was a bit of a gap. Regulon was bombing forward. Albrighton was sprinting yeah. for, for all his life to stick with his man. And it's so easier said than done. If that had been, no disrespect, Chengis Under, who had to track back and chase back, would have been a different proposition because that's not his natural game. But Albrighton stuck to his task brilliantly. Absolutely. Uh, there's been praise for Timothy Castagna. He played his first game yesterday since the 1-0 win at Arsenal in late October. He's missed 12 games in all competitions, but he didn't look like he was uh, missing for that long because he played fantastically well yesterday. Here he is speaking after the game. Timothy, congratulations. Um, great for you to be back and great for the team to have won as well. Yeah, it's it's good to be back and yeah, especially with a win here. Uh, against a very good side, so, so it's, it's great to be back. Another away victory as well. What's the secret to success on the road this season? Uh, I don't know. I think we just have to be better at home because we, we're doing very well away. Um, but I think we just have to take away that against the, the big teams. We, we, we're doing well and uh, we just have to, to play a bit better against the, the smaller clubs. and. Yeah, there's no small teams in, in, in the Premier League, but you know, the the lower um, yeah lower tier, that's what I say, but um, we just have to stop losing uh, stupid points. And for you personally, you've been out for almost two months. It must have been great to be back and in such a big game as well. Yeah, it's it's great to be back. It feels, feels very good. Um, I missed it, you know, and... Uh, when you can play again, it's it's great. Because it must have been hard having just arrived at the club, then to have that period on the sidelines. It must have been tough watching on. Yeah, of course. You see, you see your teammates, and you want to help, but you cannot. So, so hopefully, it's not going to happen anymore, and I can I can help as much as I can as I can. And it's it's another win on the road away at a big club, beating Arsenal, beating Manchester City, beating Tottenham. It was a real statement today again, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was big. Uh, we. It's also always difficult to score against them because they they're doing a very good job in in the defending side, and then going going in counter attack with such speed. Uh, but I think we didn't give anything away, um, and uh, yeah, it proves that if we if we're on our best, it, we can do everything. But we have to be more consistent. And second in the Premier League at Christmas, pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty good, but. The most important thing is we have to be second at the end of the year. Uh, so we just need to to look at the next game now. Don't don't think too much about the you know the um, the second place. We just have to keep playing each game and uh, and we'll see what happens. But but we can do something good this year. And just finally, are you going to be ready for Boxing Day? You've, you've had a long time out. Is it okay to play two games in the space of three four days? 
Yeah, now now we have like I think six days before Manchester, so so this time um, I think we'll see we'll see how how they want to manage it. But, but I felt good today, and I think it, it'll be good for for Manchester. That's Timothy Castagna speaking after the game yesterday. Good evening, Craig Bennett. Uh, listening in on Facebook, he says, Castagna is one of my favourite players. Uh, interesting that he's made such an impact on, on a fan you and this early, but you can see why from Timothy Castagna and his performances that he's put in so far this season. He's a Belgian international, Dan. They don't give caps away with, with the talent that they've got to choose from. Um, great to see him back. And... And you know what's impressed me so much with this start of, of the season or the start that Leicester have made? You go back to, to the title-winning season. That back five, and I'm including Schmeichel when I, when I say that, they were set in stone. You know, Danny Simpson, Robert Huth, Wes Morgan and Christian Fuchs. I, I mean, the lads will probably tell, tell you better. I, don't, I, I can't remember them having to make too many changes defensively through injuries or suspensions or one thing or another. Brendan this year, he's had problems with injuries, suspensions. He's had to change that back four, back five so many times. And still Leicester have only conceded 17 goals. It's, it's an absolutely magnificent achievement. And, and he's just another top-class defender that, that Brendan's got to work with. We'll, we'll talk about the, the Manchester United game on Boxing Day uh, shortly. Let's do our Who's the Fox, though, uh, and our first round of extra time teasers for the evening. So we'll get it on the screen for you now. So those of you uh, watching in, listening in at home, let us know who you think that is. The guys here aren't going to shout out and answer it yet. Uh, they can have a go later, but... Yes, that's one for everybody at home to have a little look at. Uh, I can give some clues a bit later on in the show. No, there seems I'm, to be I'm some... hopeless at this. Yeah, Never the best of these, Jerry. Are you? To be fair, Matt, you're not either. I've done all right in these, haven't I? Have you? No? No. I'm not kidding myself. Yeah. Um, I, so I beat you in last week, didn't I? You did beat you in, yeah. Yes, yeah. in. I think, I think you put me and Tags together, though, tonight. <laughs> we still won't beat you because he's going to be out for revenge, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, let, go on then. Uh, so that's for everybody at home. Uh, we've already had one guess in uh, from uh, Andrew Delahunt. He is wrong. I'll tell you, Andrew is wrong. He says Jamie Vardy. It isn't Jamie Vardy. No, initially I was thinking that, but I, I know it wouldn't be. No, it's been him a couple of times before no, anyway. Exactly. It was Jamie Vardy last week yeah, or two yeah, weeks yeah. ago. So. Yeah. Uh, Darren Smith also guesses Jamie Vardy. No, it's not him. Uh, you'll have to guess again, I'm I afraid. We'll come back to that yeah. later on yeah. in the Tell show. Us, yeah. There's a reason we've picked that picture. That's the clue that I said I would give, uh, and that is the clue. Um, what, did you, what was the clue? No, I, I said it. You were listening. I exactly. was listening to text, yeah, so, so Ewan can enjoy that clue. Oh, no one else can. Don't need uh, right, Just the like clue. Ewan, get it. Yeah. Um, right. Extra Ewan's time. Night tonight. Extra time teasers. You and you can pick if you want pot one, pot two, or pot three. I'm going to go pot one, Dan. Pot one for you and Jerry. Two or three. One, what, which one do you not want, Matt? I don't care. I don't care. I'm That's a, two. Not, I don't want two. Well, you I, don't want two. Egonat, I'll have three then. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the Christmas song. So That's a double bluff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. for free. <laughs> you can hear the Christmas songs. There'll be a couple of Christmas questions later, but we'll start with a couple of football ones uh, firstly, because everybody loves those ones. Uh, Matt, you can go first then, as you were volunteered pop two. Uh, who is currently top of the championship? Oh, Norwich. That's Correct. an easy one, though. That's an easy one. That just keeps me in there. Uh, Jerry Taggart, your question one for pot three. You should have picked pot two, Jerry. <laughs> That's what you should have done. Uh, what record did Lionel Messi equal this weekend when he scored against Valencia? Come on, big Jerry. What record? He has not got a Scooby. <laughs> did he score a hat trick? <laughs> I didn't say that wasn't his guess go on you can have uh, how do, hang on, what do you mean hang on he, he scored was, he, was merely asking he scored he the, a certain amount of goals in consecutive seasons mm. or something like that I haven't got a clue no well, who did it go to me or it you it goes to you we're going that way around so right. it goes to you next I don't I goes to you explain this in exactly the right way but he scored the joint amount of tally of goals for one club in equal Pele. Correct. Yeah. Well done. 
Two already for Matt. You Anorak. It's in there. Yes. (laughs) Lionel Messi's goal against Valencia meant he equaled Pele's record for the amount of goals with a single club at 643. Mm. I was just about to tell you that number, actually. Were you? You and Roberts, you can have your question one now. Uh, Which Syria A team scored six seconds into their game at the weekend, setting a new league record? Six seconds they scored. To be fair, how, how... I saw this. Me and, me and Tags have had ridiculous yeah. questions. Well, if you, if you'd got the Norwich who's, question, it would have been ridiculous. Who's, who's, top who's, the the, champion? who's top of the championship? You might as well lose top of the Premier League. You should, who, have, you who, should have picked pot uh, two, Ewan. You should have picked pot two. Who's top of this quiz at the moment? <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go, because they're, they're top of the league, AC Milan. Good guess. Oh. <laughs> Good guess. Yeah, they scored six seconds into their game. Are AC Milan top of the league? Sassu Hang on, though. that's my next question. Who's top of the Serie A? Inter. Ewan, we'll go for your uh, second one next then. Um, oh, we just do it random. No, it random. quiet. Who scored for Brighton yesterday against Sheffield United? Oh, oh, I've no idea. I've no idea. Um, Mapai. No. So it goes no, no to Jerry idea. Taggart. No idea. I got a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. That Elliot yeah. definitely knows I, it as well. I, I, I know he knows it. Ninety percent of it, but uh, no, I don't. Uh, did I hear something? Did I? Because is it? Was it the uh, the big centre half? What's his name? Dunk. Mm. Your clunk, clunk and dunk. That's what I'm playing against in this <laughs> quiz. It's something like Ogles. Mm. Oh, it's close he's, though, isn't he's it? He's got Brighton's goal against Sheffield United. It's Danny Welbeck. Oh, I knew that. Oh my God, I was thinking the wrong side. Who's clunk and dunk now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clunk, dunk he's, and trunk yeah. now over there. Yeah, well, You're I clunk just, and dunk I got and so one. confused thinking it was... Yeah. Uh, so no one got that one. Surprisingly, that was like oh, that was no. supposed to be the easy one. Eighty-seven minutes it was. Yeah, um, I know that. Jerry, your question number two mm. is: It's Carabao Cup action this week. Arsenal Ooh. face Manchester City tomorrow, having knocked Leicester out in the third round of the competition this season. Uh, name either of the two goal scorers in their two-nil win at King Power Stadium. I can't believe I messed up as well. <laughs> Uh, what, what's the other fella's name? Cast your mind back to September. Bogle. Bogle. Uh, uh, trying to think of our team because they made a load of changes. We made a load of changes. Uh, He's struggled up with Big Jerry tonight, hasn't uh, he? <laughs> it's been a long couple of months <laughs> <laughs> in lockdown. I'll go with Eddie and Ketia. Oh, good shot. Well good done. Good well done, Jerry. Uh, Final one then. It's you, Matt. You need your second one, don't you? Um, Boom! <laughs> Delayed reaction. <laughs> who took the corner that Robert Hooth scored from at Spurs in 2016 during the title-winning season? I'm thinking he's an outswinger. I think it was Christian Fuchs. Oh, not bad. That not is. Bad. I thank you very much. Three one one. <laughs> Thanks. How did you get that? If it was an outswinger and a left clogger, surely it would have been Riyad. Mares would have t- taken it. So well, how have you pulled that out? Because I thought it was Christian Fuchs. I seem to remember him. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. Uh, well done to those of you guessing on uh, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Zab said Nketiah, as did uh, Chandu for the Arsenal who, answers, who, so well done for that. Zab also said Christine Fuchs was the uh, the corner taker, so well done, Zab. You got two from two. Who, who was the other goal scorer? Nketiah and... Uh, it was an own goal mm. from Christine Fuchs. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll come back to that yeah. where Matt has a, a very strong 3-1 lead, but it's all about Christmas, the uh, the final questions yeah. later on in the show, so uh, there's a chance so, for... So not football? Yeah, no not, more football. Yeah. Yeah. Only one question each, that's it. Well, you won't get it right. You've got to get all three right. He won't get it right. No, there's still two questions each later on. Oh, so, uh, yeah, there's a chance for, for both of them to pull it back. Should have had Welbeck. You should have done. You should be 4 1 up. Um, should have, would have, could have, will have, last words of the field. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it's Christmas, can't you? Yeah, uh, right, we'll go to you, Clunk, uh, for the, the next bit. Uh, Manchester United obviously come on uh, Boxing Day, King Power Stadium. 
Brendan Rogers alluded to it in, in his interview, didn't he? He says, we need to sort the home form out. And, and that would be a great place to start, wouldn't it, by beating Manchester United on Boxing Day? Yeah, well, obviously, it's your next game, isn't it? Your next home game, you've got to try and put it right. But I think, you know, sometimes, without trying to over-egg it or overstate it, it can become a bit of an issue mentally when you don't. when Especially when the amount of games are winning away from home. Leicester as well, and the form's been great, then that home form can sometimes start eating away at you, eating away at your psyche, at your subconscious uh, for some reason. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be the case, but it d can become a bit of a thing. Uh, and obviously, with Man United coming here on great form as well uh, next week, it's going to be, well, I said Tottenham was going to be a difficult game and, and look what happened, but but yeah, they've got to try and you know obviously arrest this this form at home. It's as simple as that. But I think you know with Indeedy back in midfield, Castagna back playing, uh, and every you know everybody's got you know sorry Brendan's got most of his ducks in a row now. James Justin improving all the time at fullback. Then I think they're giving themselves you know a really really good chance do of pulling off a result. Do you think Tags like with the Manu game coming up? Just trying to think what how Brendan's mind would be mm. working and think. Because they're the, the playing the back three, weren't they? Away from home, it's working superbly. Got the right sort of formula, if you like. And at home, it was slightly different. You felt that there was more emphasis on the wing backs, like bombing forward, <coughs> and they got caught out a couple of times. For whatever reason, it didn't go Leicester's way. But then I'm just sort of thinking to myself, at home, do you think they'll possibly play like they did yesterday against Spurs? Possibly. You know, you know we've not, not gung-ho at all with that four. Uh, and it was almost a 4-4-2 four, yeah. four, 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 yesterday, I think wasn't we, it? We both agree. Uh, be controlled. So they've still got... So Man U will want to invite them on, won't they? Mm. They, have to, they have to go flying at them. They're asking for trouble. But they did it in a controlled manner yesterday against Tottenham. And if you do similarly against I, Man U, you know, it might be a tight I, game and just... I can't see Man U coming and, and employing the same tactics as Tottenham did. That's not the way Manchester United play. Not, not to that degree. No, but mm. they, they do. They're quite happy. They, they don't go and they don't have, no, massively they don't, force the issue, no, do they? No, they, they don't have the high press. But uh, you know, I'm not saying a lot. A lot. There's only two or three teams employ that anyway, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, like yeah. Liverpool, yeah. maybe Chelsea. I don't know. Uh, and 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 I suppose Leicester did it for a while, but they've sort of stepped back from yeah. it slightly, haven't they? They're not all about the high press. But I don't. I don't think United will employ the same tactics as Tottenham to a large extent, where there will be pressure higher up the pitch. Mm. Uh, we, and you know Manchester United are in good form coming into mm. this game. Uh, it's a half twelve kickoff. How will that affect uh, the Manchester United players? Uh, you know, having to travel, stay up, get up early. Blah, 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 Christmas, blah. obviously. Yeah. And, and obviously, with it, and yeah, they're going to have to travel overnight at Christmas, which is again a bit of a nightmare. So you've got to take all these things into consideration. But definitely, I think the formation-wise, I think he's back to where he wants to be, Brendan Way's formation, because he's getting the, the players back now that can you know, operate. He's gotten Didi back, who's cover for, for the, the two centre-halves. Uh, and obviously, Castagna coming back uh, and James Justin on the other side just gives, gives the players that option or, uh, to go out wide early and make sure you get further up the pitch. But also knowing that if it breaks down, those two guys are fit enough to get back on side and get themselves in a good shape. So, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, you and talking about Manchester United, they've won six of the last seven in the Premier League. They're on this fantastic run of form, as Jerry was referencing there. So it, it should be set again for a really good game of football. Oh, absolutely. Um, second top scorers, only Liverpool have, have, have scored more. And yeah, that, they got helped by playing against a really naive Leeds team um, yesterday afternoon. Um, I mean, what, 10 consecutive away wins now in, in the Premier League. They haven't lost um, away from home since they lost to Liverpool in, in early January. Um, and and I, I, I'm listening to what Tags is saying there. And do you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they do set up slightly defensive um, at, at the King Power on Boxing Day because they, they have got bags of pace up front with Martial, Rashford, Greenwood if he starts, Dan James if he starts, you know, Fernandez has, has been on fire and they would have they would have 
looked at Leicester's performances and and seen those defeats where Leicester have struggled when when teams have have sat deep and said, well, come on then, come and try and break this down as they did against West Ham, Villa, Fulham, and and then been been hit on on the counter attack. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Solskjaer sort of took that tactic in 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 all honesty. Um, but it, it does promise to be a, a mouth-watering game. Um, I mean, Leicester haven't got the best record against Manchester United. They've only beaten them twice in 28 Premier League games. Uh, but wouldn't it be nice to make that a third on Boxing Day? Yeah, again, the talk was about Kane and Son, wasn't it, at the weekend, Matt? And, and Leicester did so well to nullify those players. Yeah, Different types of players, in a way, that have that could hurt Leicester because Bruno Fernandes is their main man, isn't he, at the moment? Obviously plays a different position, so big onus you'd assume on, on Wilfred and Didi if he is to play in that role. Yeah, but well, I think he's he's key to, to Leicester. As we said before, he was key yesterday. You know, amongst a lot of good performances, he was a standout figure for me. And I think he he has the biggest influence uh, as of anyone, I think, you know, in the general sort of flow of the game for, for Leicester. And um you look at I mean, Man United, they've had their critics this year, but well, they're only two points behind Liverpool if they win the game in hand, aren't they? Um, as the table is at the moment. And they've got quality throughout. I mean, they've got Pogba and Matic on the bench. You know, that's, that's a sign of what they're capable of. And yesterday, you know, up against Leeds, you know, Ewan's obviously right. Leeds were a shambles defensively. It could have been 12, never mind six. But... That they were, they got opened up themselves as well. It could have been 12-6. It could, yeah. literally yeah. could have been, bizarrely. So, you know, that's a bit of encouragement for Leicester. Look, the quality of players they got, when they're on the game... Did you watch that game yesterday? Yeah, bits of it, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, beginning, you're beginning to worry. You're worried about me, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm starting to know things. And things. <laughs> 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 but, um, but, yeah... Uh, you know, they've got frailties, haven't they, for sure. And there's a bit of nervousness about their defensive play. And But, uh, listen, they've got quite... <laughs> I don't know. I think it'll be a real tight game. I think it'll be another tactical battle. Despite what Jerry says, <laughs> I think it might be similar to the game yesterday. No, I, no, I think it'll be... Leicester's uh, game, that is. Mm, I, I just, I, I'm going back to the game, the last game of last season, which was only a couple of months ago. Yeah. And I don't see Manchester United changing their tactics from that day. I really don't because it worked for them out there. Yeah, it was a pretty tight game, but I don't see them changing their tactics. And and I can't remember them sitting deep and hitting Leicester on the counter. I th they controlled the, the game, the ball for large sections of it, didn't and, they? Uh, Leicester could go first half. Didn't yeah, they? they did. And then so like they were forced you, back. But you always felt, man, you had the upper yeah. hand, didn't you? Yeah. I, I'm not sure that. I don't know. You'd like to think. After that performance yesterday from Leicester, you'd like to think maybe they're a bit more of an even keel now. That, that there's not that sort of. No, no, I totally agree. Up. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, I've got no fears about top. Leicester, you know, pulling off a result. It's, it's uh, obviously there's there's a hoodoo about the home form, somewhat, and obviously Manchester United are coming here in good form. But again, I don't, th I can't see Man United sitting off like Tottenham did in the line last year. Not to just that degree. Pick no. passes. I can't no. see it. No, but they they didn't go and full-out squeeze Leicester either, did they? You know, no. It was just, I don't know, they managed the game, no, didn't they? They yeah. managed the situation, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, as I said, at the very top of the show, LCFC women are top of the FA Women's Championship at Christmas, thanks to their fifth straight win in the league as they beat Blackburn 3-2 in a thrilling away game. Uh, yesterday, Natasha Flint scored another two goals against her club, old club, sorry, uh, as she continues her fantastic season. And their manager, Jonathan Morgan, was understandably pleased with the performance. Um, yeah, it was a good performance. Um, I think Blackburn came out and they, they pressed us in certain spells of the game, which made it tricky for us. Um, I felt the girls were, were fantastic throughout in difficult conditions today. Um, they, they made sure that they, they did their job. Um, they, were, they, were quite, they were, were quite clinical in possession. Um, I felt we could have still been a bit better from that point of view. But some of the play that we made was lovely. And you can see that obviously it allowed us to create the spaces where we anticipated for the girls. And I think the only thing that we're a bit disappointed on is that we didn't, didn't take a few more of our chances really. Defender Ashley Plumtree also spoke to LCFC TV after the game and she's delighted that the girls are top at Christmas but insists there's still work to be done. 
oh, really good. I think the last few games we've um, got a few clean sheets. I was a bit frustrated not to get a clean sheet today, but I think it was testament to our graft today. I think we had to really work for the three points, especially when they got their two goals. So um, really proud of the team. I think we've got good momentum recently, so really good. I think we know that every game we go into, we're not going to be able to like walk over any team. We're going to have to initially battle first, and then when we, when we show our regression, that's when we can actually get our technical side out and we can start things flowing in the middle. Like I think today um, we weren't um, as consistent with connecting passes and things like that as fluidly as we would have liked to but I think um, the goals especially I think the like passages of play to get into those positions were good so we just need to do that a little bit more consistently but um, yeah all good really. It is all good for LCFC women. They're top at Christmas, so fantastic for Leicester City in general. Uh, obviously, LCFC second in the Premier League at the moment. LCFC women at top of theirs in the early kickoff in the Premier League this evening. Burnley have a second. Burnley two, Wolves nil. Before that game, Burnley had only scored six goals in the Premier League, so they've... Uh, Already scored what a third of what they originally had done so well done to Both Burnley. Typical Burnley goals as well, weren't mm. they? <laughs> I've not seen the second one. Was it similar? I said it was a diagonal set, set piece. Then me wins the header. Bit of a scramble. Chris Wood picks up the pieces from about two yards out. Terrific punditry. Well done, Matt. There you go. Uh, it is Christmas, obviously. <laughs> we, we've we've got our Christmas hats on. I keep catching a glance at us. We we do look. Ridiculous, ridiculous, don't we? <laughs> uh, but we're here for a laugh because it's Christmas. Uh, and speaking, are you including Ewan in that? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even got a hat on. He it looks is, ridiculous. He could have. He could have. Did I even get sent one? Ewan, you could have put a couple of sparkly bits on your beard. Oh, that I, don't, I didn't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, had we, trim on Friday tags. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we said we're having a laugh because it's uh, it's the last show before oh, Christmas. Oh, we're having a laugh. We're having a laugh, and and having a <laughs> laugh is what Jerry did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, on uh, Match Day Live, which made us all chuckle. So uh, have a listen to this clip. <laughs> so if you could talk us through who you uh, were. Well, you yeah, again, I know... And I'm then has it changed? Has it changed after well, what happened? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> 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 I know I was thinking that when the ball went in. No, have I haven't actually given it. Should have changed my mind and given it to Marty. Yeah, it's quite funny. That Tags was cackle. Sheffield United away when you're deciding who to give the man a match. Let's, let's listen to it one more time. Just... <laughs> we heard it both live and that version as well. So it's just, just oh, quite a funny man. bit that we had yeah. to chuck in there. Uh, that's fine. I, I'm okay with being the brunt of all your jokes. Don't worry about it. Well, usually it's, <laughs> usually it's me, so we thought we could uh, chuck Jerry in Mara there. Mara Urgent. Mara Urgent. Boom! Right, as we said, yeah, 2-0 to Burnley in that one. There's one other game taking place this evening. Chelsea against West Ham. Ewan Roberts had a chance for Chelsea, obviously, to, to get a victory in that one at home to... Um, who are they playing? I've just said it there. Home Ham. to West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. Well, they, they, they need a response, don't they? Um, they had a magnificent start. We're in the top two, top three up until, what, um, maybe a, a week and a half ago. Now they've lost their last two two games against Everton and, and Wolverhampton. And now, obviously, suddenly find themselves eight, nine points behind uh, behind uh, the table toppers, Liverpool. So, you know, having gone from, from a, a really, really good positive start to the season, They've, uh, they've had a hit, bit of a hiccup and, you know, uh, Frank Lampard will be looking for a, a major response, especially after the money that he spent in, in the summer. Yeah, as we said earlier, I mean, if they do win, they, they go fifth, they go above Spurs, which, again, underlines <laughs> the, the craziness of the Premier League at the moment. But as you said, they, they've had a negative few results, haven't they, Chelsea? And yeah. it's a chance though, against West Ham. But West Ham, conversely, on the other hand, if, if they win, they go seventh, they go, um, where is it, above Chelsea? So that, again, shows... Yeah, to, to be honest, even at this stage of the season, it's not really worth pondering the permutations of where you can end up. You've got to get on with your own business, haven't you? I think we've seen that this season. We're quite it, far into the season now. Yeah, I know, years. I know. But, it, it, you know, for whatever reasons um, that have been mentioned before, you know, this is a very unusual campaign, isn't it? And I think, you know, how tight it is, don't get it wrong, you want to be winning your games and it's <laughs> nice, Leicester City in second. It's a lovely feeling and it boosts confidence but you know and it's like we've seen Tottenham top and a couple of results go against you and all of a sudden oh you're not a good side again so 
you know, things can you have to look at the, the large picture, don't you? And, and you know, are you genuinely happy with the work and progress that you're making? Slightly regardless of results, of course, they're, you know, they're a massive factor, but um, yeah, like, like Chelsea, everyone's saying, oh, Chelsea have got it together now with the squad that Frank Lampard's got. They're going to be serious title challengers, some people's favourites. When Liverpool were having, for them, what was a struggle, I think Liverpool have only lost that one game, haven't they? That freakish 7 2 against Villa. So they're the standout team, still Liverpool. All the others. This year, I don't know what you think, so. I think it's a bit of a mishmash. Yeah. I, I think the big six will still be up there, maybe Arsenal apart and Leicester. I think Leicester genuinely are in that bracket now. Um, the likes of like Wolves, West Ham, even Everton. I, I don't see Everton um, sustaining the level of results that they're getting at the moment. I know they're... What are they at the moment? Well, they, they so themselves fourth, went through fourth, a, a, a little... Fourth now, aren't they? Yeah, did, didn't years. they? And then had the great yeah. against Chelsea, obviously beat Leicester. Of... No, they're, they're a capable side, but I don't see them keeping, keeping it at that level. And I not just because of the last couple of results with Tottenham, I don't think they would keep churning out results like they have done. It's working for them over a period of time, over the course of the season. I think they need a bit more than that to be title challengers. For me, I can only see Liverpool, really. And, well... I suppose you should be saying Leicester can. You know, I thought straight away when Timothy Castagna said, well, we need to be second at the end of the year. But I suppose officially you meant to be top at the end of the year, but that's maybe asking a bit too much. Uh, yeah, I think Liverpool have been your pick, haven't they, from the beginning? Yeah. Even, even when they were struggling. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, not Leicester, but I think Liverpool... I think they've just proven over the last couple of weeks in that late winner against Tottenham. Uh, and then what they did on Saturday just sort of goes to show that, and and it's the players they have, as well, and and they're still missing Van Dyke, and and maybe one or two others. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if they're all back apart from Van Dyke. But oh yeah, Gomez is out injured, isn't he? And and what they did against Leicester really takes. It, yeah, and, and that was a game, the game against Leicester where you thought, wow, yeah. you know, and, and the Leicester Leicester's away form as well, going to Anfield, and you think you just go. Yeah, they're at it again, these boys. Yes, they had that hiccup against Villa and they've drawn one or two games as well. But I think overall, you've got to think that with the way the season's been going for the majority of teams this year, uh, you can see Liverpool just sort of, I'm not saying sort of easing away. They're not going to do what they did last year, but you can see them sort of easing away come the new year. Invariably, you and as well that the side that are top of the Premier League at Christmas go on to win it. Apart from, I think it's happened in, in what five of the last six seasons. Liverpool though didn't a few seasons ago, so they know how it feels to do to do both to go on and, and not win the title from being top at Christmas and winning it, of course, as well. Do you have it as as Liverpool at this stage, Ewan? It's it's hard to to, to, to bet against it, Dan. <laughs> to be honest, um, got a, a, an unbelievable head coach um, who's built a magnificent squad um, who's, and they look to have overcome that initial disappointment of and the, and the tags just alluded to there, not just losing Van Dyke, but but three or four others as well. Um, I think some of the other players have, have stepped up. I mean, I think young Curtis Jones oh, has given a chance in midfield. He's been magnificent. Fantastic, by the way, him. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think they have to, especially with the likes of Salamane, Firmino. Um, they've got such strength and depth in midfield as well, which allows Fabinho to go and play in in the back. And you know, he, he looks if he's played there throughout his career. I think, I think for obvious reasons, they are the team to catch. But it's going to be close, boys. Mm. It's, it's, it's some very, very good teams in that top six, top seven. And Leicester absolutely in that yeah. hunt and that race as well. Uh, right, let's do our Who's the Fox. We'll get a reminder of the uh, picture. So we're guessing which Leicester City player uh, has been blurred out here. Uh, we've had a, a number of incorrect guesses. We have had a, a couple of correct ones as well on Twitter. So well done to those of you uh, that have got it. The clue that I gave is that there's a reason that we've picked this picture at this time of year. Um, do you want to have a, a little guess, Matt or Jerry? I'm just looking at the game behind. That, is that Man City? Yeah, it's Man City, isn't it? It looks yeah. like David Silva, isn't it? But hmm. He's got number 20-something or whatever. It is David Silva, boys. Yeah, David Silva. Do we get half a point for that? Mm. <laughs> 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 well, I was thinking initially, <laughs> Yuri Tillemans, but I don't think he was playing in that game. So I'm going to go with Ricardo. 
Paul Horn and another Paul, two Pauls on, on Twitter have both guessed Ricardo. Matt Elliott has guessed Ricardo. Um, congratulations. Yes, get in. It is Ricardo. After that uh, fantastic thunderbolt of a strike. Oh, we don't get a, we don't get a guest tag, no? There's no points involved. Uh, I don't get a point for that. You calm um, down, son. Calm down. I'm going for <laughs> Ricardo. <laughs> well done, uh, yeah, no, there's no no points given out uh, for that one. Uh, well done. W- would you have gone for that, you? No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good honesty, at least. Uh, well done to those of you at home uh, that got that one uh, correctly. Mainly the two polls on Twitter. A lot of people did guess Jamie Vardy uh, incorrectly. Um, right, uh, we'll do the final bits of trivia then. Matt takes a 3-1 lead uh, going into the Christmas-themed <laughs> questions so we'll get the christmas songs ask going. him first should be done and dust we'll get the now. christmas songs Danny going Robert. again in Danny the background um right question oh. three what pot number are you matt you're number two, two. so your first christmas question is what year was the original band-aid song 81 ewan chance to steal a point 83 ah. 84 Oh! <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> yeah, yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! <laughs> Get in there. Right, we're at 3 2 1 now. Uh, in the... God, I don't even play at Christmas party. Told you. Tags, you. Yeah, Monopoly but, against Family fortunes or whatever. You uh, and you are pot one. Your question number three is Colin Firth, Hugh Grant, and Alan Rickman all star in what classic Christmas film? Three weddings and a funeral. Hey, hold on, <laughs> Colin Firth, Hugh Grant, and Alan Rickman all star in which classic Christmas film? Uh, oh, what's what? <laughs> Rennie Zellweger's in it as well. What's it called? I've just given the answer. Did you know it anyway? I still, I still don't now. <laughs> I don't think it is what you're thinking it is, Jerry. Isn't it? Four weddings and a funeral. <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> You've had your guess, mate. Guess, well, no, Matt. I haven't. You have had your guess. Go on, then. Who is it? In. I don't know. I'm going to go. I know it. With... Oh. Oh, I know it. Oh, stop. I've got it. say Alan Rickman and Hugh Grant no, and no. Colin Firth. Uh, about uh, right. Notting Hill. Notting... <laughs> Oh, you got it. No, he did, he no. did get it. Love About a boy. Love Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually. Oh, no. Love actually. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it out. Craig's face. That is an absolute <laughs> shambles. Love Actually, that's it. Of around. Dad, it's a shambles. That's that an absolute shambles. Classic Christmas film, that, that one. You and I won't have a bad word. TV, we'll have a bad word. Who's the one with Rennie Zellweger in it? Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. That's what I not, was. Not, not, not a Christmas anyway. film either. Uh, Jerry, your question <laughs> okay. number three. Um, who sings Wonderful Christmas Time? Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Uh, that is, begins with S. <laughs> I think it's Michael Jackson's auntie. <laughs> is, it, is it Swede or something like that there? Swede. <laughs> Sweet. No, you're after Slade. 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 No, it's not Slade. I know. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Boom, as we say. <laughs> well done, Matt. Um, that could be it, signed and sealed. That could. could. Yeah. I've forgotten who, who I've asked the question. Have I asked you your it's question? It's Ewan's question. Ewan's question. Um, isn't that, didn't I ask, not ask you in the Love Actually one? Because we went round that yeah. way, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So um, Ewan has back, it. Back to me. Yeah, we're now back, back to, to me, question. Isn't yeah, so question four. Uh, no, we will start with Ewan though. So your question number four in pot one, Ewan. Uh, what day were the lords are leaping in the 12 days of Christmas oh. song? I did this. Ten. Did this in a school play. Correct. Well done, Ewan, uh, for getting that one. Uh, Jerry, then your question number four is what's the name of the bad guy in Die Hard played again by Alan Rickman? Oh, I haven't got a clue. No. Is it uh... Rene Zellweger? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the bloke? Who's the bloke? Yeah, it's him. Uh, 
It's not, uh, what's his it name? Is, it is, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a million dollars, baby. What do they call him? Dr. Evil. Yeah, Dr. Evil. <laughs> there you go. Dr. Evil. This has been a shambles. <laughs> we should have just cut the show in 10 minutes ago. I've not got no, a clue. No, I do. Do you have a clue? Ewan. No, I don't make no, it. Wake up, no, no, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Oh, yeah. Olaf uh, or something. Finally, uh, Matt, you're one to rub salt into the wounds. Oh, that saved me. That un- saved me. Un- unassailable lead. Um, on social media this season, LCFC have been remastering classic Christmas film posters every single game with a Leicester link. What Christmas film did they choose for the game yesterday? Are you looking at me? I can tell you <laughs> don't know the answer. Uh, what Christmas film did they choose for the game yesterday? Afterwards or before it? So before the game, yeah. they, they've been remastering classic films with a Leicester link. Um, what film did they choose? A classic Christmas film. Oh, thir- go on. Go on, get it out, son. Thir- I, I can't even think of a Christmas film. Thir- the Elf. Mm. <laughs> Ewan, do you know it? The Grinch. 34th Street. Mm. Uh, do you think of a Christmas Mary film? Mary Poppins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bridget Jones. <laughs> no, it was Home Alone. Timothy Castagna, Ricardo Pereira, and uh, Mark Brighton featured in a, oh, I a remastering seen of, I seen of those. Home. But yeah, have a look. They're, they're very good. Every every home game, they're, they're doing a, a different classic film poster. Oh, I'll keep good. an eye out for that so, in future. Uh, yes, do keep an eye. Uh, well, that's it for extra time. Um, we said we'd have a laugh. We did in the end, <laughs> mainly at the expense of you three uh, uh, for that. But uh, thank you very much, everyone. Cheers, you and Merry Matt Christmas, and Joe everybody. On. Merry Christmas, everybody. We hope you can have as good a day as you possibly can be with all the restrictions. But we'll see you uh, on Boxing Day for the Manchester United game. So see you later, everybody. Thank you.